everyone. Welcome to Point of View. I'm Stacy, and I'm the host of this podcast. I want to welcome you to my first ever episode. I'd like to spend this episode introducing myself to you, the listener, and giving you an idea of what I hope my podcast can bring to you. So kick back with that cup of coffee, glass of tea, maybe a beer or wine, and just relax. Get a chance at hearing someone's point of view, my point of view, which could be your point of view. So hi again, everyone. I am a middle-aged woman married to a United States Air Force veteran, raised an army brat. I have four beautiful, loving, bratty kids. They're all ranging from the ages of 19 to 27 years of age. I've spent the last three years on social media, mostly observing. On Twitter, Facebook, even Google. I've gone to Quora and places like that too. And what I've noticed is, whether you're a conservative or a liberal, you have people on both sides that if you don't necessarily fall in line and go exactly along with how they believe, they want to silence you. But you know what I've learned? Is I finally can speak up. I want this podcast to bring you, the listener, an opportunity to hear the average Joe, me, speak about their views from family, education, news, politics, anything that could be incorporated into your daily lives. And I want you to maybe be able to sit back and say, you know, I never thought about that. But she has a point. Every one of us has a voice. And don't ever let anybody tell you that your voice doesn't matter. It does. You may be one voice like me in a sea of many, and other voices may be louder than yours. They may even drown you out. But your voice is still important. That's why I decided to do this podcast. I tend to have views that lean center to right on almost all issues, especially when it comes to issues that we vote on. And I thought to myself, you know, I see a lot of people wanting to join and vote Republican. But I see those that are becoming from independent to new voters wanting to come out and say that they're conservative, also kind of being center of the issues, such as abortion or health care or, you know, government assistant programs, and those voices are getting shut out because they're being told they're not a true conservative. What is a true conservative? I mean, to me, conservatives have always been ones who were fiscally aware, wanted to be conservative in that area, not spend all of our government money overseas or in other places wastefully. You never know when you might need money. I mean, think about it. When you're out driving a car and all of a sudden the engine blows, if you've spent all your money in your bank account, where are you going to get the money? You have to borrow it. Do we really want to be the kind of government that's always borrowing money because we never have our own? Imagine what your bank account would be like. 
you'd be working to pay somebody else all the time. That's kind of what we're doing now. Conservatives are also pretty basic on faith. We believe that everyone has a right to their religion, to practice their religion freely, to observe their religion, to believe in their own faith. We also believe that people have the right to freedom from religion. In other words, you don't have to believe that the Baptist ways, the Catholic ways, or the Protestant ways, or anything like that. You can be agnostic and you can be atheist. So you can be free from what I believe. And I don't come to you and I don't make you believe the way that I do. You know, I might try to tell you how I believe. We're having an everyday conversation. I mean, don't you have an everyday conversation with people you know? At the same time, we don't say, or we shouldn't say, well, you're wrong because you don't believe like I do. You can be agnostic and atheist, which is you can believe that there's a greater being, but not necessarily that it's God. Or you can believe that there's no God at all and we just truly exist. I mean, that's your choice. So that's what conservatives believe on that. We also believe in our family as a whole. It's important that we, as individuals, as parents, can raise our children by the way that we want them to be raised. We can raise them to believe faithfully as we do regarding religion. We can raise them to be honest and true to who they are and to other people. We can raise them to be more wholesome or we can raise them to be individuals with outlandish ideas. I mean, whatever we want to do, it's our choice to do it. We believe also in the Constitution and the freedoms that those afford, such as freedom of speech, which allows me to do what I'm doing right now. And let's talk to you. Somebody that I don't know, you don't know me, that's why I'm doing this. Maybe by getting to know me and getting to know what I believe, you can think, you know, she makes a point. But anyway, maybe I don't make a point. Maybe we disagree. And you know what? That's okay too because that's what conservatives believe in. We believe that disagreeing is just as okay as agreeing. It's your constitutional right to believe, to have views and opinions, to speak up, to stand out, to protest peacefully. And there's the key, peacefully to protest peacefully against something that you are just so against, that you don't want. We have those freedoms in this country, and that's what we believe in. The conservative believe in the right to bear arms, to have that right of protection. And the Second Amendment was forged to be able to protect yourself not just from any average person on the street. It was the right to bear arms against a government that may come for you and your family and control you and come at you in a wartime type way, in a military style way, for instance. Just tossing it out there. Democratic debate last week. Beto O'Rourke, can you believe this guy? He actually stood on the stage and in interviews days after and said, 
yes, we're going to make you give up your AR-15s and your AK-47s and we're going to come into your house. And if you don't give them to us willingly, well, we will make you give them to us because we will force it in other ways. Well, how are you going to do that? Are you going to send police officers door to door, knocking on those doors and forcing their ways into the people's homes to search their homes, to take their weapons? Do you know, Beto, what you're setting these people up for? That is exactly what the Second Amendment was created for. So that's what true conservatives or conservatives believe in. And we also believe in the right to express ourselves. But the rights, all these freedoms, all these rights, they don't come without consequence. In other words, if you want to express yourself like say Cassie Griffin did by decapitating a president in artwork, well, that's fine. Yes, you have the artistic freedom of expression to do that. But it doesn't take away the consequence of what may happen. So if you do that and someone doesn't like it, then that means you might face a backlash. You might lose your job. Or people may just not like you. They may express that verbally and tell you they don't like it. But let me tell you, if you think that that's okay to present yourself in a way artistically that way, then when someone else expresses themselves artistically on the opposite side about something that maybe you support, then don't be a hypocrite. And that's what I've seen on social media. I've seen a lot of hypocritical stuff. Conservatives believe in small government. I totally support small government. I don't want someone coming in and telling me, you know, I have to do this when it comes to school or I have to feed my kids this. If I want to give them sugar at 9 o'clock at night and hype them up and then send them to bed and then watch them jump up and down on the bed all day long... That's me. I can do that. You shouldn't be telling me that I can't give them sugar products or that maybe I shouldn't take them to a fast food restaurant. And what is it with fast food restaurants? I mean, come on. You're complaining that they're unhealthy. They're fast food restaurants, people. They're not supposed to be healthy. They're just supposed to feed you if that's what you want. And you know what? You have the freedom to not go there. But to force someone to make... I don't know, what is this, all vegetable type patties or vegetarian style patties that's not made from meat, it's made from plant-based foods. Okay, that's great. Gives options. But it shouldn't have to be that way. Shouldn't be laws enforced and anything like that. When I go to a restaurant, I don't expect them to cook healthy like I do. I really don't. Yes, the option to have healthy food is nice. But I'm not going to force someone to do that. And that's another thing conservatives don't necessarily believe. That we should be forcing anyone to do anything. Another Beto O'Rourke moment as well as several other Democratic like Cory Booker candidates. When it comes to churches, they want to force churches to step outside of their religion and put their faith to the side, denouncing everything they believe in to accept certain things regarding the gay community and transgender and so forth. Which, hey, conservatives support their lifestyle in the sense of that's them. As long as what they're doing doesn't impose on anyone else. 
Nobody cares. We really don't, or at least I don't as a conservative. And that may be my center leanings. But they want to threaten tax exemption on churches because, I don't know, maybe a gay person wants to go work at a Baptist church. And the Baptist church says, I'm sorry, I can't hire you because this is a Baptist church and this is our faith beliefs. Well, you're going to punish the church because they have the freedom to religion and their belief because you're going to say they're discriminating. They're not really discriminating because it's not that they don't love that person. It's just against everything that their scripture tells them. So if I'm a straight person, why do I want to go to an all gay community and say, hey, give me a job in your community because I'm your only straight person. If you don't give it to me, well, then you're discriminating against me. Well, that's not an argument. That's just people trying to cause more chaos. So be a little more understanding. Every side could be a little more understanding. In this day of Trump politics or it's, I don't even know that Trump is politics. It's just Trump. I mean, come on. Trump is Trump. Everybody knows Trump. You either like him, you hate him. There is no in-between. You may hate him and then find yourself actually liking and agreeing with something, but you can't admit to that. Or you may really like Trump and then hate something that he does, and you may find you can't even com- comment on that. And the reason is, as a conservative, I support our president. I support Trump. Now, with that said, I don't always agree with Trump. I don't like Trump's tweets. I get it. A lot of you do. You guys are all like, hey, he's got to fight back somehow. He's had these people all over him since the day he was elected. You know, let me tell you. My husband is on, like, the greatest guy in the world. But if I harped on him as much as Trump tweets, I don't know that I would have my husband's support. And that's kind of where it falls for me, is that when you tweet like that, and you're constantly calling out somebody, or you're constantly bashing someone that doesn't agree with you on Twitter, or you're not ever saying anything that could be comparable, Well, you're really not doing anything for yourself other than looking like the big bag bully that everybody calls you. So, I get it. You have to fight back. When somebody actually truly calls you a liar, and I get it, you know, hey, I see it. I I don't disagree. The rush of lies, the the fact that he colluded with someone and he didn't, yet they still want to say he did. Oh, we have the evidence, but we can't prove it. We can't show it to you. We can't do this. I get all of that. I get it when they call him a racist. I get it. But call me old school on this particular issue. Trump wasn't a politician. I get that. He was a businessman who got into politics. But he is the president of the United States. He is the leader of the free world, so to speak. He is what not only our country looks to, but he is what other countries look to too. Why? Because our country is the best country in the whole wide world, the U.S. of A. Everyone looks to us. They envy us for our freedoms, for our capabilities, for our economy, for everything that we have, so many want so many can't have, so many only have a portion of what we have. 
So they all look to us. We are the leaders of the world. Imagine the leaders of the world. And so the tweeting does bother me. But you know, even sometimes then I can put that to a side. But like, if I disagree with a policy, I have Trump supporters all over me. Oh my God, you're not a real supporter. You're a fake Trump supporter. Well, you know what? I'm not. I just don't always agree with the president. And you know what else? When Obama was president, I didn't agree with hardly any of his politics. I really didn't. I didn't agree with anything, really. There's a lot of things. Like, I didn't agree with the midnight money run in the middle of the night to Iran, giving him all this money. We still don't know where that come from. But at the same time, there were moments where I could say, hey, I agree with him on that. Hey, you know what? He's actually saying something that's unifying. When I disagree with the president, meaning Trump, it's not because I don't support him. It's because I just disagree with him. When a senator or a congressman disagrees with him, say, for example, we're going to use the Syria right now because that's all over the news. So they disagree with him. It doesn't mean they don't support him. It just means they don't support this one issue, this one decision. They don't have to. As a supporter of someone, we shouldn't agree at all times. We should be free to disagree. That is in our constitution. We are free to believe as we want, to live our lives as we want. That's what everyone argues. On both sides of the coin, they argue that I have a right to this and I have a right to say this and I have a right to do this. Well, you know, we do, as long as it doesn't infringe on someone else. That's the key. So I started seeing on social media, I started seeing people bashing other people because they didn't always agree with Trump. That's not healthy, people. That's not good. And you know what? I'm a conservative. And in in some of my later podcasts, I'm going to bring up a lot of controversial issues that I feel differently on, even as a conservative. One of those being abortion. And so it becomes hot topic. And if you disagree with someone on it, then all of a sudden, oh my gosh, you're not a conservative. You're not true. Conservatives are people who believe in small government, limited money, being put out, Fiscally conservative, in other words. Faith, either freedom to have it or freedom away from it. Constitution. Your basics. And yes, people voted for Trump knowing he was no saint. Yes, he denies affairs. I happen to be one of those people who think, hey, he probably had the affairs. He most likely did. And yes, he's probably lying about it. But in the end, Past affairs had no bearing on what he brought to the table, on what his policies have brought to the table. And I don't agree with all of his policies. I don't even agree with everything that he says. If we try to pick a politician based on their morals, based on their character, based on their past, and what they've done that we might not agree with, we'll never vote for anybody. 
And it's important to get those voices out there. And so that's why I've decided to do the podcast. It's like, hey, you know, somebody may disagree with Trump. And they may be being, trying to be shut down on Twitter or Facebook and called a fake supporter. They may not agree with, say, every aspect of a true conservative. They may be a little more center on the abortion issue, or a little more center on the gun issue. In other words, they may support Second Amendment, but maybe they do disagree about AK-47s and AR-15s. And it's not because they necessarily think they're an assault rifle, but because they just think maybe that's not a weapon that someone should just have. But to the opposite of that, there are the conservatives that believe that that is their God-given freedom by the Constitution. And maybe saying God-given is wrong because, you know, Lord, I wouldn't want someone to say, oh, God didn't give No, God didn't give me that right, but the Constitution did. So anyways, this is why I'm doing this. I want my voice to be out there. And you may not even agree with my point of view. You are free to express that. I do hope that part of this podcast will bring about more stable conversation because that's what's missing. Everybody's just so angry. They're angry on the right because, you know, Trump's bad, orange man bad, Trump supporters are deplorable and they're just racist and bigots and they they hate this, they hate everything. But then you've got those that are bashed on the left well they don't love the United States anymore and they just want you know identity politics and they don't care about God and country anymore and so it's all just constant bashing and there's no conversation anymore and I'm hoping that my podcast will bring back conversation thought because difference of opinions are actually important. Whether you're left or right, you should be able to sit down and have a conversation about your differences or even the things you might agree on. You might actually find that as a liberal and a conservative, you have some common ground that you can agree on. You should be able to have those discussions without all the anger, without all the bashing, and without all the hate. I mean, there's some true hate out there. We shouldn't have that. We've lost just it's all no no common discourse anymore and so I'm hoping that my point of views can be partially your point of view and that when we have differences it'll bring about real conversation real solutions real options and those are all things that I hope to bring in my podcast for instance education you know what is the best way to go forward with education because the United States we do need to better our education system but we as people need to talk about it we need to come up with real true solutions and and that's my problem with a lot of conservatives conservatives say oh I don't want this and I don't want that and it's not good for the the country and they're just totally against something but they don't offer solutions the liberal side of things They may be for it and against what you are. And they may be offering solutions that you don't agree with. But they're offering solutions to people. And that's what people are looking for. They're looking for real solutions in this country at this time. 
So you have to give it to them. You have to be able to put your ideas out there, your voice out there. And my next, my next episode is actually going to focus on voting. Why it's important to vote, why and how to register, how to encourage other people to register to vote, and what difference voting can make percentage-wise, you know, showing up at midterms or just for national elections such as presidential elections, you know, um, that's actually a very large range topic and there's a lot of disinformation out there. So I hope to be able to bring the information to you. And I can promise you that I will never do an episode on a topic that I haven't researched. And if you're ever interested in where I got my information and my numbers and research, I'll be happy to supply you with my show notes and the links to the websites of where I found the information or the books that I read them in. In the end, my podcast I hope will allow to bring libertarians, independents, conservatives, even liberals together. Because in the end, we're all American citizens. We all live in this country and we all have to find a way to get along. We have to compromise sometimes. And no, I'm not saying you should compromise on, you know, your basic freedoms. I'm saying that we have to compromise on the larger issue sometimes. And hopefully, that's what we'll all be able to do in the end. And if not, then my voice in that great big sea of voices may become another one that was drowned out, but I stood for something, and I said what I felt, and I said my point of view, and you, the viewer, might just find your voice is just as important. So I hope that next, the next episode which I hope to have out in the next couple of days, that you will take the time to also listen. I hope this hasn't been an experience that just kind of made you roll your eyes and like, oh, whatever, it's just another podcast. But I'm just your average person. I'm not a media person. I don't have schooling in journalism. I took speech. I took composition. I took writing classes, just like everybody else. But podcasts, that's a whole new thing for me. So hopefully, I've been able to interest you a little bit. For now, this is me from my home to yours. I'm Stacy with Point of View. And I hope that I'll talk to you again in the next few days. Until then, God bless you and God bless this great country. Thank you for listening.